Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I want to talk to you just for a few moments about the difference between being Christian and being hard right. Now, a lot of people get confused by me because I sometimes sound like I'm not strongly conservative. And I've had people get nervous about me and conservative, I mean, uh, concerned, wondering if I'm a liberal, wondering where I stand. Uh, the, the reason that I'm a little bit confusing is that I, I simply come to politics as a Christian. That, that's the bottom line. I try to be as biblical uh, and as Christian in my thinking about politics as I can, because I am a Christian, because I do submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, because I believe that Christianity is at the basis of our laws, the Judeo-Christian heritage, I should say, is at the basis of our laws in the West. I think it's served us well. I think we're moving away from that now to our detriment. So I essentially come to public policy from a Christian worldview. Doesn't make me a nutcase, doesn't make me unable to have a rational thought in my brain. But that's why I confuse some people because, for example, I'll talk about the poor or I'll talk about women's rights um, and I'll talk about some other things that, that usually are the province of the left when you know most of my politics lands right of center. And so I want to talk to you about something today just in the next few minutes that will possibly confuse some of you, but uh, hopefully it'll bring a little bit of light. I certainly understand why in the last three or four decades um, that that people who were faith-based in their politics in America, people from a Judeo-Christian background, people for, who were traditionally religious in, in an American sense, um, would have seen leaders, political leaders on the right uh, of the political spectrum as being something of heroes. It's, it's not hard to figure out. Um, if you're a Jerry Falwell, uh, back when he was exerting a great deal of influence on the scene, um, you're going to like the conservative politician who's in favor of limited government and in favor of uh, low taxes and strong defense and who is pro-life and, uh, you know, uh, strong, uh, strong on uh, punishing crime and things of that nature. All of that kind of thing that, uh, that fits naturally uh, some of the basics of a Christian worldview or a, or a Judeo-Christian basis of law. Um, and so, so as the religious right arose and got allied to the right side of the political spectrum, it was a natural fit. I mean, who was talking about abortion? Who was talking about law and order? Who was talking about uh, taxation and government size? You know, it was, it was the right. And the, and the left sometimes looked like they had just abandoned all morals uh, and gone crazy. I mean, I'm not saying that was true. I'm just saying it sometimes looked like that. Um, the reality is, however, that as time has gone on uh, and you have the rise of Fox News and you have Glenn Beck and you have Rush Limbaugh and you have a lot of uh, commentators on the right, it has been easy for Christian people to, and I, I want to be sure to include my, my Jewish friends here and, of course, any uh, faith-based people who are, who are on, the, on the right, uh, it's been easy to abandon first religious principles and become more secular right than Christian or Judeo-Christian in approach to politics. What, what do I mean by that? Um, this past week or two, when the provisions or the insistence of the health care laws 
were being debated because they required the Roman Catholic Church to uh, provide birth control and distribute RU486 and and uh, etc. And I've discussed this in another podcast. Uh, there was a lone uh, Georgetown University law student uh, named Susan Fluke, who uh, F L U K E, who testified before Congress. She was courageous uh, up to that point, if I understand correctly. Uh, for whatever reason, the committee had only asked men, male clergymen, to come in to testify. I believe that's true. If it's not, forgive me, but that's what the reporting has been. Uh, and so this this girl went in and she made a case, uh, not a case I agree with, but made a case uh, for the fact that, uh, you know, all hospitals that take federal money ought to be able to provide birth control for her and women like her, uh, etc. Well, I don't agree with that case. I, I think that, you know, a hospital that disagrees, uh, has a founding principle of disagreeing uh, with distribution of birth control, all of the Roman Catholic Church should not be should not be required to distribute it. But she made a case. She stood up. She was courageous. She made a case. Well, Rush Limbaugh got on his radio show um, and said, uh, well, she wants the state, she wants Congress uh, to pay her to have sex. What does that make her? It makes her a slut. It makes her a prostitute. Okay. Well, you know, if this is Rush Limbaugh goofing around, if this is Rush Limbaugh doing trash talk radio, well, you know, it happens on the left and the right. My problem is that many Christians that I heard comment on this said things like, serves a right, absolutely, uh, backed Limbaugh, and did so in a manner that I have heard them do over the years when people who were hard, what I would call secular right, expressed views, expressed opinions, treated people harshly, treated people badly, um, and suddenly Christians forgot to be Christians. Now, Again, I'm thankful for the political right to the extent that it has defended certain moral principles and certain moral foundations in American history. I have to say, though, that if there's a a desperate need right now, it is for people, and if you'll allow me, let me just address this to Christians for the sake of using the shorthand, and then I don't have to say Judeo-Christian or, or speak more broadly than that every time I mention this, but, but it's, there's a desperate need for Christians to begin to be more Christian uh, in their politics, and more Christian than they are allied with the secular right. Um, not everything that a hard right-wing politic produces or addresses uh, is inherently Christian or aligned with a Christian worldview, number one. And number two, certainly not the methodology or the tone of right-wing debate is always uh, Christian. Uh, the right, the hard right is very, very angry. And one of the things that concerns me as I travel and speak in churches, uh, as well as the other things that I do in politics and corporations and so on, is that you have a great many people who are just ragingly angry. Well, you know, the New Testament says very clearly that we should be careful about anger because man's anger does not accomplish the purposes of God. This is said several times in the New Testament. Uh, it's also said in the New Testament, something that I have quoted many, many times, um, that we ought not speak ill of our leaders. Now, I, I cite this from Paul. Paul, I think I've told, said this before, uh, had bad eyesight, probably in one of his, uh, as one of his trials loomed. He didn't recognize a high priest. He insulted the man. Somebody said, well, that's the high priest. You can't speak to him that way. And Paul quoted the Old Testament and said, oh, I'm sorry, because the scriptures say you should not speak ill of the leader of your people. So these two are principles that ought to govern how we conduct ourselves in politics, not to mention the distinction.
distinctives of Scripture about public policy issues, like the number of times the poor are addressed, the number of times that justice is addressed. Does it make me a liberal to say these things? No, I'm simply trying to be biblical. I am as opposed to the taking of the lives of the unborn through abortion as I am the oppression of the poor. I am as opposed uh, to uh, immorality in our laws that encourage um, immoral sex as I am opposed uh, to un- injustice in the courts based on race and the fact that there are more African-Americans in American prisons than th- there could possibly have been uh, crimes by that community, etc., etc., etc. What am I saying? I'm calling those of you who listen to this podcast to be more biblical then you are political. I want you to be active politically. I want you to run for office. I want you to make your voice heard. I want you, we want you to live out uh, your faith in the political realm, of course. And yes, of course, that makes you lean, at least as I understand scripture, makes many of us lean more to the right politically. That doesn't mean that everything the secular right does is moral or righteous. It doesn't mean that we have to uh, make the sign of the cross or bless what is wickedness. Now, I know Rush Limbaugh, and you know he's, he can be a nice guy, but to call a college student a slut is as stupid as Imus saying of an, a largely African-American sports team, the stupid thing he said about them. And by the way, Imus admits that. So I urge you to consider that drinking in the anger of the right, the tone of the right, and in some cases, even some of the policies of the right, is, is absolutely not what a Christian is called to do. Now, I'm being a little preachy today. I'm taking some time to be a little preachy because I'm concerned about the anger of the church, the anger of Christians. And if I, be, if I do believe that there is a covenant before God for this nation and that Uh, people who know God are entered into it, then I believe we can anger him as much uh, by betraying scripture, by betraying a righteous value and a righteous tone in our public policy um, as we can by doing other more overt sins and public sins. Uh, Christians, my Jewish friends, my Muslim friends, those of you who are faith-based, think about your values and do not let an angry commentator on Fox or MSNBC or CNN or a blogger or somewhere else send you outside of the boundaries of your faith. It's a very simple request. Be who you are before God first and let that guide you as to who you are in politics. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox Cable News and CNN, and a blogger for the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and American politics include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Faith of Barack Obama, and the upcoming The Mormonization of America. You can learn more about Stephen at www.mansfieldgroup.com or connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell for Chartwell Literary Group. Thank you.